Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106. Seven the Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV in Richmond. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan or 105.1 FM. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, where you can watch the Caps and the Wizards. Brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Joining us right now is your head coach of the Washington Capitals, Spencer Carberry. He's brought to you by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing you visit cfaortho.com good morning coach morning guys hello hey, coach carbs good morning so the so the mentors trip wrapped with the home date with the vancouver canucks it looked like the dads and the other relatives had a great time you brought your dad on the trip dylan strom's dad read the lineup card before yep. one of the games it was a nice touch when you surprised carly <laughs> with his son luca reading uh, the card before the Canucks game. That seems like a really fun bonding event for the players and their families, especially as the season, you know, is toward its halfway point. Uh, nice bonding event for you and the guys. Yeah, it really is. It's um, it, it's a good opportunity for for not only um, the organization, the players, the staff to kind of show some appreciation for all the things that that our mentors have done for us through our lives, but also to give them sort of a, a sneak peek into our daily lives. And, and it's amazing how, um, you know, just things that become routine for us, the travel, getting in late, um, practicing after you get it, all those things, they, um, it's just unique, right, in, in our field. And, and so when they become a part of it, and you, you get in at three in the morning in Boston, and then you got to practice that day, um, it uh, it's a little eye opening for them, but it it, uh, it was a great experience, and to be able to spend some time with them and get to know um, all the players and staffs, mentors, and and have some great conversations and learn about um, everybody, it was, it was a great experience. So fill us in on your parents and how they played a role in your hockey life when you started playing juniors and everything like that. Was you, was your dad a player? Was your mom an athlete? Fill us in. So my dad played um, sort of what they call men's league. Like he never, mm-hmm. um, you know, played college or junior or anything like that, but played fairly competitive old timers. And um, <laughs> so I was around the game a little bit around the rink and just um, fell in love with it and, and wanted to play, not necessarily to follow in, in my dad's footsteps, but just cause I enjoyed watching the game and 
Um, so that's how I got my start and, and um, not, nothing, no different than any other kind of sporting parent. Um, just kind of those, you, you, you think back on those um, car rides to practice, especially in hockey. There's a lot of uh, in Canada and it, it's kind of gone away from it now. I, I feel like they get better times for ice slots. But back when I was growing up, it was 5.30 a.m. practice slots. Uh-huh. So you'd be uh, <laughs> rolling out of bed uh, before school and, and um, sleeping you know, in your car dad, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, your dad and mom would be taking you to practice and you're barely uh, eyes open. Mm. Um, but that, that's the way it started for me. So, Coach, it turns out that all Ovi needed was a trip to Dubai mm, to ride some right? camels with his wife and kids, hang out with Wayne Rooney at the beach, and boom, six-game goal scoring streak is the result coming out of the All-Star break. So the rest definitely did Ovi some good, and I know you love to see that that streak that he's on right now. Yeah, it's amazing how um, he, he, to each his own, right? His uh, his method is is getting away from the game um, over the break, and he's done that in the past, right? Like I think he, he took the suspension to not go to the All-Star game to really try to just get away from the game, leave his equipment, um, recharge and I, I think as much as it is physically for him it's um, it, it's a mental reset to, to be able to just refresh like I said get away from practices pre-scouts the film the grind um, and just really prepare himself he, he does a good job with that and, and comes back really refreshed and, and, and energized and you can see it in his play there's there's a little um, jump in his step, which is good. We need that, and it's been nice to see him getting rewarded on the uh, score sheet. So he breaks Gretzky's record for empty net goals at the end of the Boston game. And sometimes people want to devalue the empty netters, but, I mean, you saw it firsthand. You were 20 feet away. He had to work hard for that one, stealing the puck away. Mm-hmm. He bounces it off the boards to himself. Then he has to fight through two Boston players you know, racing down the ice to put it away. So that, that was an impressive feat by him in Boston. Yeah. And what a a lot of people don't, um, don't realize is so the empty net goal, right? Obviously there's no goaltender. So you think, Oh, it's a a simple goal. What I find. And I think if you ask a lot of coaches is they're skilled players that play in those situations. And some coaches will put some of their skill, maybe not their best, defensive specialist out on the ice five on six and you would think well why would you do that you want your best defensive players out on the ice protecting that lead the counter to that is offensive guys have incredible instincts of where the puck is going to go next and so they can anticipate and read and usually they can find a way to get a half breakaway or to know the puck is going to squirt to there and then they're going to skate onto it and then they're going to go down and end the game into an empty netter. So there's a lot of value in, in um, putting skill or quote-unquote offensive players sometimes in those situations five on six because of the other side of it, not their defensive capabilities, but their ability to end the game and find an empty net goal. And I think that's where O's value has come in over years is, is he can anticipate and jump on um, when he sees something coming that's going to end up in us getting a, getting a break to go the other way. All right, so, Coach, I'll give you a little background. Like, 10 years or so ago, 
Um, Ovi was kind of, maybe it was eight or ten years, whatever it was. Ovi was kind of at that age where people said, oh, this is when the superstar starts to fall off, right? And, yep. and uh, you know, of course, obviously it didn't happen. But he was kind of struggling a little <clears> bit. And I remember, I think I was on, it was on, even on the HBO show that they, they had us on there for a second. And I, I called him a big fatty, and I said he was out of shape <laughs> and all that. And, of course, you know, he ripped off all these unbelievable seasons since. Um, there were some people that were saying, after he got off to a slow start, that he maybe wasn't in the best shape, that it wasn't just an age thing. It, do, is there any validity to that, or is it just the puck luck thing that we were talking about and he was only scoring on 6%, which was just absurd, and it was inevitably going to turn around? Well, I mean, <clears throat> he's 38. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. The, the, the only way I can answer that is to, to say he's 38 years old. So mm-hmm. your body changes, your <laughs> Believe me, I know. Your endurance changes. <laughs> Believe me. Wait till you get to 54. <laughs> yeah. Can't even walk in front of so, a mirror. <laughs> if you're comparing him to 25-year-old or 28-year-old, for sure, physically, he's he's different. Um, so that that's really the only thing I can say. I can tell you he works extremely hard, and um, our, our um, training staff does a great job with him, and and it's different, right? And he's learning too. And this is where, you know, as he's evolved in his career, once you get to this point, now you have to train a little bit differently. You've got to do some different things. It's not necessarily about weight. It's about stretching. It's about mm-hmm. all this, your nutrition. All of this becomes a little bit more important than it was at 30. I could go home and, and eat whatever I wanted. My metabolism was great at right. 38, and, and my age right now at 42, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. yeah. You see that donut. So, <clears throat> yeah, like now it, it affects our bodies differently. So I, I would say that um, he's, he's 38, but he's staying on top of that stuff of, okay, how, do I, how does my training have to evolve to put myself in the, in the best position possible to, to play in the best league in the world that is only getting faster and be able to keep up and, and survive and be still a uh, effective player. Let me ask you this co- coach. Cause so we always go there every year, like we, you know, for the media day and we always see the guys do the conditioning drills and everything. And I'm pretty sure Ovi passed it. Cause I, think I remember watching it, but like, did you guys see any red flags? Like, Oh, you know what? He's a little slower this year or any, anything like that. Like early on, did you notice anything? No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Like, um, and, and again, we, like, I pay attention to our training staff and, and, uh, their numbers and they give me consistent updates on, on where guys are at relative to their, mm-hmm. um, standards. And so, um, so that's what we pay attention to. With Do the you guys. track like, or, like during the regular season for everybody, you know, like you wear these heart monitors or whatever, has yeah. it gotten up? So everybody, every player, every day, every practice, every game, all that stuff's tracked. Yeah, the, and that um, just gives us information to, to be able to manage workload, right. essentially, and, and make sure that we're um, staying on top of that, of, of knowing where guys are at. Because it's more, you, you would think, for conditioning, but it's more for injury prevention. So what are they because What are they wearing the tracks? That's a heart that? rate monitor that, uh-huh. that um, it, it essentially measures their workload, like how much output they had given as long as they were wearing that now a lot of the guys or i don't think any of them wear them during games oh, okay so they take a um 
essentially a, a couple players have worn them in games before, and so they just take those numbers and just say, okay, if this player played 12 and a half minutes, like this is what their output would have been during the game. So they just sort of <clears throat> generalize um, them. Quote, I get it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Coach, you, um, we haven't talked about the game last night, and um, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about it. You, I know you're not happy. All right. You're <laughs> laughing around, joking with us, and you're very yeah. good at, at kind of turning it off um, when you come on the show. But I guess my question is, and I don't even know if you want to answer it, but before the season started, um, when we were out there for media day and you kind of looked at the roster and I know you can't predict injuries and, and personal stuff like koozie and stuff like that going on during the season, but yeah. before the season started, what were your expectations for the team uh, based on how they've played through 52 games? Did you think that you guys would be better than 54 points at this point? Um, or did you think it was still kind of a work in progress? I, I was hopeful. I, I, I would call it, um, really optimistic that we would be able to be in a um, bit better spot um, overall and not even standings wise. Like I don't really look at that. I look at our game plans, like how we played. I would have, I would have um, hoped we would have been able to hang with some of the big clubs in the league um, a little bit more consistently, but with with where we're at as an organization and and some of the circumstances um it's just a reality it's a reality where we are as as an organization and as a team and um when you go up against some of these teams we we, um we just we we don't have the horses uh anymore to be able to run with some of these teams that on a consistent basis and that's um where we are and it doesn't mean we're, we can't beat and win games it doesn't mean that um we're not going to work our butts off every single day and continue to grow and continue to get better it just means we're um we're in a in a spot as an organization where it um at nights it's going to be difficult because we we just don't have the horses that that some teams in this league have or the top teams in this league have coach joe b dropped a nugget on the broadcast on tv last night i just couldn't fathom that dating back to the 2019-2020 season, the Avs, your opponent last night, they haven't had a single losing month since then. Mm. I mean, that's – I can't wrap my brain around that. They're like, loaded. as a coach, what what would that be like where you're just like, okay, we're just going to keep ticking off winning months after winning months after winning months and keep stacking them on top of each other. And, you know, it's part of the reason they won the Cup back in 2022. I mean, you know obviously. this, Coach. They got the, they got the second and the fifth leading scorers in the league. Do you uh, do you remember the Washington Capitals for the last ten years? Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. definitely remember. I mean, that's it, it's um, you know like Colorado, phenomenal organization, Stanley Cup champions. Bedsy, Jared Bednar, their coach does a great job. Um, and you look there, and that's Nathan McKinnon, Kiel McCarr, and Miko Rantanen are, um, and Landis Gog obviously is out. Are generational players. And that's what those guys are capable of doing. Now, there's a lot of other pieces that you have to give credit to, and um, but those are game changers, and that's what I'm talking about when you when you watch those guys. They're in the prime of their careers, um, and they can do things on the ice that 0.1 percent of the world can. Mm. Wow, Coach Carberry, we wish you the best of luck this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Okay, have yep. a great day. All you right, too. buddy. Spencer Carberry, Centers answer. for Advanced yeah. Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing you 
Visit CFAOrtho.com. Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock, Andrew McDonald is going to join us. He is anti-arena moving to Alexandria, Virginia. He's the founding member of the Coalition to Stop the Arena at Potomac Yards. Is he one of your uh, father-in-law's boys? Are they uh, BFFs? Does he know all these uh, guys? Yeah, about they each other. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So Andrew McDonald joins us. Eight, and then we got the counterpoint, Jim Van Stone, who's going to give you monumental sports side of it. He'll join us at 825. We also have got Luke Bryan tickets to give away. We'll give those away shortly. So stay tuned for that. Here on the job. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Give you a chance to win some tickets to go see Luke Bryan at Chiffy Lube Live shortly on a game show Wednesday. <clears throat> But wanted to touch on a take on the Craig Hoffman show. The Hoffman show, he had Damon Amendolara on his show. D.A. That's okay. not a bad uh, impression. Not and D.A. has a pretty hot take on Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, he does. Yes. Mm, interesting. Here's D.A. on with Craig Hoffman. Well, I think he's the biggest fraud in football because... Oh, that soft, soft uh, launch there. Because... He has not succeeded anywhere he's been to any significant degree. When he gets the head coaching job at Texas Tech, he never has a winning record within the Big 12. He's supposed to be a great offensive mind with Patrick freaking Mahomes. His best season is 7-5 and five and a loss of the Texas Bowl. Then he somehow fails upward to get the head coaching job in Arizona. Every Tech fan was like, this guy's a bum. Then he gets the Cardinals job. Every year is the same thing. They start off hot. They collapse down the stretch. The one year they go to the postseason, they're completely ill-prepared to take on that Rams team. They're down 21 nothing at the half, 28 nothing in the third quarter. His team is known for penalties, poor coaching, sloppy play, and slow starts and or fades in the second half of the season. Then he goes to USC, and Caleb Williams has a worse season with him than he had without him 
and USC crashes and burns. Now, I know that their defense was the bigger problem, but there were three other teams in the Pac-12 that scored more points per game than USC. And now he's going to take over a Washington gig because they're angling for Caleb, perhaps, and they know that there's a familiarity there. I just think this guy has never proven anything. It just keeps getting plum jobs. So now, did seems he seems kind of harsh? Did he like, say that Kingsbury never had a winning record at Texas Tech? No, no. He said no, his best conference. season was seven and five, oh, okay. and he lost in the he, Texas Bowl. And yeah, they didn't have a winning record in the Big Twelve within the conference. Within yes. the conference, gotcha. and that I mean, those true. are all valid points. Yep. I, the, the biggest red flag to me is that Caleb actually regressed a little bit under his tutelage. Possible. Well, They'll I mean, also... you got you got to remember he wasn't the offensive coordinator. I mean, Lincoln Riley's the head coach, mm-hmm. heavy offensive guy. Josh Henson was the offensive coordinator. Kingsbury was an analyst, but we have no idea what the day to day responsibilities and were also for the Kingsbury. Defense was atrocious. Defense so, was terrible. I know, so but much pressure on the offense. And this is what I said. Kings... But where has he shined? Well, I as would a say coach. that his well, hold on. They, is... got, they got better when he was at Arizona. The team did get better offensively. Yeah. Defensively, okay, different story. It's basically then, middle of the pack, right? But in his third the year, he got to the playoffs. Middle of the pack. I mean, he yeah, started remember, out. He's not. It has nothing to do with defense here. This is yeah. a great spot for him because the one thing he can do somewhat is coach up offense. And I mean, he certainly didn't shine like a superstar, you know, as a head coach. And maybe he's just not built for that role. But that's not what they're hiring him for. But that's not what they're hiring for. They're hiring has him he, to run. Has he shined, he shined as, as an offense. offensive coordinator? Yeah, he had a couple years in where? Arizona. Where they were top the team, ten offense. The team was getting better. I thought in they were middle of the pack. I thought there was one year they were seventh. One year I, they were like eighth. They were middle of the pack to to like twenty third, twenty fourth. I think they got better year. from his first year where they had a, a bad year. They were losing record. Then they went five hundred. Then they the two middle years. Then they got he, to the playoffs. The two year middle years were his best offenses. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Mm. And then it, they were they were not very. Now good I did hear this from year. a very reliable source in Arizona. The attention to detail on offense isn't there. It's not what you would think it should be hmm. in terms of team meetings, okay. lengthy, you know, in-depth meetings. Um, What's, but Who do we have I, on recently that said his meetings are like six to eight minutes long? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, he goes through meetings with the quickness. But I think they did get better as an offense under him in, in Arizona. But, again, he may not be cut out to be a head coach. and may not ever be a head coach again. But as a coordinator, maybe he is. By the way, Kingsbury is my spirit animal with <clears throat> meetings. Now, we haven't had an Odyssey meeting in a while, but <laughs> if we got through one of those in six to eight meeting minutes, yes, that'd be great. I'd be, I'd be clapping it up. And so would everybody else in the audience. But I could also see the, you know, the reason for the criticism based on what he's done. As I've a head always coach. thought that the criticism was that he didn't care about defense and all of that. Other I don't stuff. think he does. Right. And he doesn't have to worry about that here. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know. I can't remember which player or might have been Dan Quinn who said it that they were impressed by Kingsbury's offenses. Actually, I don't think it was Quinn. We well, talked about it like a week or well, two Quinn ago. Quinn was clearly impressed by him. He hired him. Yeah. That was his target. That was the guy he wanted, and they closed the deal and brought him in. And maybe he's one of these guys that's just best suited as an offensive coordinator and not as a head coach. Right. I would maybe that's say his calling. Uh, I would agree with JP of all the criticisms that Almandara, Almandara, Almondola, whatever his name is. I, I know DA. I've heard the commercials nine million times on the station <laughs> or wherever. Um, the criticism of Caleb going backwards 
to be the only one. But, but to Jason's point, who knows how much he was directly involved with that. That's the only one that I think might have some validity. The other stuff, that's when he was a head coach and he was in charge of everything. That's not what his job is here. Mm. If you were to say <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is the most overrated head coach in football history, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe that maybe you're right. But that's not what he was hired here for. He was hired here to coach offense. I, I'm checking the numbers because, you know, they can be packaged in different ways. And I think somebody put, like, his average offense over the course of his tenure as the head coach of Arizona, and it was it was less than impressive. Well, it's because if you look at the breakdown year by year, I'm telling you, the first year I think they were something like 23rd. The second and third years they were like, I don't know, 7th and 10th or 8th, 7th and 8th. The second year they finished 6th. Yeah, and then the last year, and I think that's when Kyler got hurt, they went back yeah. in the toilet again. Yeah. So, I mean – now he got hurt, you know, kind of later in the season. They still had a losing record when he got hurt. They yeah. were three and six, but still, yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible in the first three years because, um, you know, they got to the postseason in the third year. But that's the year where they started out hot and then they just fell apart, right? Did they get to? Are they one of those teams that got to like eleven wins or something and then just I think they fell got off? To, I think they had ten wins that year. Um, no, you're right. Eleven, it, eleven and six. Eleven wins. Eleven and six. Um, but that was also the weird COVID year, right? It was. Yeah. And that's just a bizarre year. Yeah, you're right. It looks like he sandwiched two top 10 offenses with offenses that finished in the twenties. Right. So, you know, we see that all the time though. I mean, so I guess I saw something overall where they just took like the average and let's say it was 16th. Right. Over Which the course of his four years. But if you look at it, he did have two pretty good years offensively. Now this yeah, is just, I'm on the fence. Like I, is, I, I don't is, know if he's going to be a great offensive coordinator. Passing, okay. This is just yeah. team passing. All right. Year one at Arizona, they finished 24th. Mm-hmm. Year two, they finished 16. Year three, they finished 10. Okay, so they went from 24 to 10. That's just passing. I didn't look at the overall offense number. That's just right. passing because. Well, I gave I you the overall offense went from 21st to 8th to 6th. Okay, there you go. All right, so 21 Or 6th to 8th, whatever. 21, 8, and 6. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty, that's that's pretty that. significant. I would use all that to counter DA. That's pretty significant. How do you say his name, Cakes? Amendolara. Amendolara. I just get it confused with Amendola. Danny Amendola. <laughs> it's yeah, very just, similar. I, my brain breaks. Amendola, I'd be, did he go to Texas Tech? Or am I mixing him up with somebody else? Danny Amendola, yeah. 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 So maybe he's... Maybe I would agree with him in this way, that he hasn't done anything special as a head coach. And he hasn't. As a coordinator, I think he's he's got a rep he's he's reputable. He's I agree with he's you. He's got a good reputation for a number of reasons. I think most I'm people, not saying he's gonna hit here. I'm just saying well, nobody has any idea. they hired him. I think it was a good hire. Well, I think he's, he's gonna, gonna hit higher. if the quarterback hits. And we're gonna be and talking about this all the way until the draft. Yeah. There are more and more people knocking Caleb. Not because of him wearing a dress. Just, you know, we mentioned Merrill Hodge earlier in the week, Matt Miller. It does seem like there's going to be a lot of debate. I saw a mock draft yesterday. I think it was CBS Sports, so it might have been our guy Ryan Wilson that had Drake May going one. What did Matt Miller say? I don't remember. I think I saw this. I think he had the uh, commanders taking Daniels. Mm -hmm. I think I saw that. Daniels gets me... 
he gets me blood flow. By the way, since I've been saying that so-and-so gets me blood flow and everything, mm-hmm. you should see what's coming up on my YouTube feed oh, now. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm getting all kinds of ED videos. Mm, very good. And, and exercises for my pelvic floor. Ah, for your pelvic thrust. Which uh, they say can in ease 75% of your ED issues. And it's all because I keep talking about uh, blood flow. Yeah. When, when I talk Somebody's about Somebody's listening. <laughs> Big Brother's listening. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, they just want to help you with your blood flow problem. It used to be just Instagram, I would notice I'd get all those mm. things. I guess it's YouTube too now, listen. I guess everywhere. They're yeah. sharing you know what they're sharing your algorithm. Are they owned by the same company or no? YouTube and Instagram, they're different companies. Are they all owned Google, by Alphabet or Google whatever? Google owns YouTube. Okay. Instagram is owned by Meta. Facebook. Okay, AKA right, yeah. the Facebook. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you love doing the the Facebook. I bit. love that movie. I love the social network. It's right. the only reason I know anything about the the Winklevoss twins, Zuckerberg. Uh, By the way, did you see what was what... his partner that he jilted? Ooh. Uh, what was, what was the it was like a Hispanic name, name or something, yeah, right? Yeah, partner goes, I'm not coming back for 30%. Ribera I'm coming back something? for everything. I, I can't yeah, remember. so well done. <laughs> Eduardo Saverin. Saverin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eduardo Saverin, Eduardo. that's right. Yeah. By the way, did you see Bitcoin hit, tickled 50 the other day? I did see that. Yeah. And it's, it's speaking of blood flow, it yeah. gives... Your pal, blood flow. Right. I, I saw my guy, Zuck. He went on. My guy. Your guy? I, I, I doesn't care him. about him. He, like, was sitting down on his couch doing a video, and he was trashing the Apple Vision Pro. Oh, he was? He <laughs> just scorching it? I, yeah. I mean, I normally you don't see two C, like, CEOs trashing the other people's product. Yeah. But Is he, he yelling guys, it? He, he was hyping up. I think it's called Quest or something like yeah, uh, whatever know. Meta's version of Apple Vision is. Didn't it used to be Oculus? Did they turn that into something maybe, different? I don't maybe know. Maybe that's what it was. But I got they, news for you. If you're walking around with that stupid thing, you are a moron. <laughs> you look like an idiot. You if just you're going to use money it, to burn. use it in the privacy of your home. Yeah, don't be you wearing look like that a bit out in public. <laughs> you look like a it's like <laughs> a fool. And that that's not the future. No one's going to be wearing that. It's dumb. It's a fad. That's both. not. That's not what Zuck says. Zuck says the Apple won the mobile wars, but Microsoft won the PC wars, and and Meta's going to win the, okay. the virtual reality wars. Nobody's <laughs> going to be walking around with freaking virtual reality. Not in our lifetimes. It's not a thing. Well, you said that. You said the years ago. You there will never be driverless cars. Well, they're not were, ubiquitous the way people say. Well, they're, they're out there. They're out there. If they can't even read a stop sign on a bus. I can't believe people would get in those. It's I shocking. I, I, I'd rather who are the guys build my who's, own rocket. Who were the guys you said got into the driverless Uber? It was this golf guy I follow. Oh, yeah. Well, golf, is, he, uh, is he nuts? He ended like a couple never chicks. Do that. They, were, they were putting on in there. Uh, they were bragging about it. They're all excited. Uh, by the way, real quick. So Arizona's rush offense in those three years were 10-7-10. So he had three top 10 rushing offenses in Arizona. And this passing went from 21 to 6 in the I third year. I think that you have to say to D.A. That's pretty successful. Damon Amendolara. Amendolara. <clears throat> that you could, you could criticize his head coaching chops, but I don't think you could criticize his offensive coordinator chops. Ultimately, it's going to be down to production, just like it was with Eric Bieniemy, like it was with Scott Turner. He's going to have to have good offenses, and it's going to be very dependent on who they draft. Yep. Where did we rank offensively overall? Because I know defensively we were like 31, 32. Where were we like ranked? Like 20-something? I think it was in the 20s. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I'd have to go back I would and look. be stunned if we got worse. Yeah. Stunned. And what, by the way, who's hired the enemy since he's been out there on the free uh, agent market? To my knowledge, nobody. Oh. 
I, I thought he was just a, a genius. Hey, he gave a pep talk to the Chiefs before the Super Bowl. That's why they won. <laughs> yeah, sure. Also, he, the it, it, he's under contract. <laughs> he, he's going to get paid. So, like, if he takes another gig, he'll probably end up losing on that salary. Yeah, by the way, how does that Correct. work? Kind of, so, is he going to sit out for a year? Yeah, I think that they say that's the smarter play financially. Yeah. Might Eric be financially, but I'm not sure if it is long term. I think a lot of these guys do that. Is Kingsbury double dipping with the with the Cardinals? How does that work? I don't he know. That's a great a, question. He signed a long ass extension. I think they just pay him a little bit, and then the Cardinals cover the rest or something. Mm. Yeah, I don't okay. know how that works. But yeah, he's getting a boatload from the it's Cardinals. It's a bonanza for Cliff Kingsbury. All right, the weather this time of year could be as unpredictable as ever, so be ready no matter the temperature with a $99 heating and cooling check from the five-star experts at Crop Metcalf. That's right, for just 99 bucks, a Crop Metcalf five-star technician will check both your home's heating and cooling system and assure peace of mind today no matter what the weather brings tomorrow. Call 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMetcalf.com. Crop Metcalf, home of the five-star technician and proud partner of your Washington Nationals. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So we opened up the show talking a little bit about Valentine's Day. Hmm. Kicks is my Valentine's. Right. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my gift. Jason said he did Valentine's Day last night. Good for you. Did you? Yeah, we went to dinner. But nice do you dinner. go to dinner every Tuesday night anyway? No, we no. Was usually, it a special usually. dinner for Valentine's Day? Like, did you make a point of it? Did you say Happy Valentine's Day? Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't a special dinner. I mean, what do you mean special dinner? Like something that was out of the norm. We planned it. We planned. Right, it. We said so we're going to go to a dinner. Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, we said we're going to go to Valentine's Day right. dinner you the night ignore- before than on Valentine's because it's harder to get a table. Right, but you places. often go to dinner on Tuesday anyway. No, right? usually we make tacos. Tacos, tacos at home. Tuesday, yeah. Mm. 
Um, and or I told occasionally you, we'll go out to a Mexican restaurant for tacos. Get tacos, but right. that's more occasional. I felt a little bit like a hack because I just stopped at Harris Teeter yeah. and I bought flowers and candy and a couple of cards for my wife and my daughter, and I set it up a balloon. Set it up so that when they come downstairs, to the, to did you get a text morning, saying thank you? Or no, nah, no text. I don't, they should. They usually up? wake up around seven thirty, but I don't think they go downstairs. Like they've got a routine. They take you know the shower, or whatever. My kingdom for waking up at seven thirty every day. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean that must be. What does that That's feel heaven. like? That's heaven. That's heaven. <laughs> Freaking amazing. Remember high school days? No, not really. But yeah, I know we woke up late. I know <laughs> I think we had bus late stop start. was. 845. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, Speaking of blood flow. three of the four hmm. of us are doing kind of something for Valentine's Day. Cake says he got his wife a gift. I did. EB, you seem to be part of the anti-Valentine's Day movement, which What's apparently it? is gaining strength. Well, I mean, it's just a fake holiday. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's great if you're 16 or you're a newlywed or something. Well, I mean, if you're in your 20s. Yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, if, you're 20, if you're 26 and you're... Dating a girl that you've yes, been dating for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. big deal. It's a big deal. Sure, it's Although cool. this article in the Washington Post seems to say that teens are disconnecting from Valentine's Day in what they call an act of self-love. Well, I, I, this I, from the Washington Post. Um, cakes is big into Petula self-love. Petula Devora. Well, only cakes. <laughs> Who is it? Only cakes. Yeah. It says. Me and Valdez. Big let's be honest. <laughs> this is her opinion. Right. It's an opinion Don't piece. drag me down with you. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Valentine's Day has more potential to hurt, harm, terrorize, and traumatize people than anything Halloween serves up. What? From the card and carna- carnation campaigns that decimate kids' self-esteem in classrooms what? to the endless stream of pop-up ads <laughs> online, the start of February is triggering for anyone who isn't feeling it. I don't know. So dumb. <laughs> I, I, all I know is my 15, she's going to be 15, my 14-year-old daughter. And her friends, it must be the new trend. I saw an article about it. They did a Galentine's Day thing, which apparently comes from some sitcom or something. Don't some know fiction. anything about, heard that. about that. Nope. Where girls get together and they they did. Here's what they did. Here was the bit, Cakes. I don't know if this is what all the. It must be something they're doing on TikTok or something. Okay. So it's Galentine's Day. <laughs> so all the gals get together and they all made like charcuterie boards. But one was like charcuterie of like meat and cheese. All right. One was like all ice creams, like from Ben and Jerry's. Mm, one okay. was like candies. All right. One was like, and then they all got together, and then all they did was just take pictures and barely eat any of this stuff right. and put it on Instagram. Seems and TikTok. very wasteful. The food. Just, yeah. The kid, I picked up my daughter from the house, and she brought a ninety nine percent of what she brought there. It was all for a stupid. It was a photo. Yeah. Uh, just photo op. Photo yeah. op. Yeah. yeah. Like a politician swooping in and serving one meal at the homeless shelter. <laughs> right, mm. what it was. So stupid. Have you? If you haven't heard about this, this I've Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. No. Yeah, of course. In fact, this article I think mentions it. That Valentine's Day is is a newer movement for the, for the younger people. Fifteen. That's or to 14. me that sounds like um, your daughter aside. Valentine's is for single women. This Valentine's Day is for kids, in the article. Kids are mimicking it from something. In, in yeah, the article, right. it says that it's the left out part. It, it says it comes with mimosas <laughs> with girls, and remember that family is an expansive concept. Hmm. But the, the the article also points out the anti Valentine's Day is this is such a stupid gimmick that people spend money to basically take an S on their X. It seems like <laughs> we can name. Uh, what? Feral cat after your ex and feral, neuter it. Not feral. Okay. Not familiar feral. with that. <laughs> right? What Go is ahead. a feral cat? 
the wild the sh- wild cat that doesn't have cat. a home yeah. just Stray. wandering around. Yeah. <laughs> like all my mom's cats. Yeah. For twenty five dollars. <laughs> like if you go to a Caribbean resort, there's gonna be a billion feral slash feral cats. For twenty five dollars, you, you can name your feral for the rest of the feral show. cat after <laughs> your you, should, you should fear them yeah. and then neuter it. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, that's smart. I just feel like <laughs> neuter. I just feel like it's a gratuitous holiday. So you just buy candy and you flowers just spend money. and cards. Yeah. It's just so dumb. There's no need for it. Just go out and sp- we have enough of the like Mother's Day. There's I feel like there's meaning to that, like being a mother, yeah, being a father. Like I really I I I, I lock in with that. Valentine's Day out, <laughs> look, like, out on look. It. This is what you do for Valentine's Day. Unless you're like just a go out way. to just go out to a nice dinner and yeah. don't do it on Valentine's I Day. No, you can't Too do that. I can't well, even do there'll it. There'll be some time. You don't have to do it that day. You, you do, it do it that week. I'm literally weekend. busy the next eight days. I can't. But, do But all right, so people who don't have kids and you know if they're just a single going out with a girl that you right. really like, then you want to press. Fine. Go out to a nice dinner. Yeah. Don't right. buy flowers and nic- no. necklaces. and <laughs> yeah, That's stupid. It's, it's a waste stupid. of money. Such a waste flowers of money. Flowers are a waste of money. They die in four days. Unless, Do you never get flowers? Maybe the biggest waste I of try money. not Unless to. What if you your wife likes them? Right. Which well, we I mean, used it, to have. They like them, but it's just a waste. Of, they just die in four days. It's a waste of money. Proflowers.com. I mean, I miss those days. <laughs> I miss them. Now, bring them back, Can and I then I love them. Can I spot, please? Sherry's berries. That's meaningful. You're getting some nutrients out of that. Like you don't get any. How much nutrients is in A chocolate dipped strawberry? Strawberries. It's good for your fruit. A chocolate dip Daryl. Yeah. And if it's dark get chocolate, that, get those pajama grams ready. Oh, pajama gram. I've done one of those spots in eight years. Dude, I saw a new MeUndies spot the other day. <laughs> I need to do another MeUndies. <laughs> I still have one Chocker. 15 years ago. I still have my MeUndies. Do you really? Yeah. I only got are a there holes? Bears. Are there holes in MeUndies? No, but <laughs> it's funny. My Under Armour underwear. That we got when we were at HFS, and yeah. then JP trashed Under Armour <laughs> yeah. and said he didn't understand why. Kevin Plank hates us now. Yeah. And then we never got free stuff ever again. <laughs> Such exaggeration. <laughs> no, it's literally what happened. Yeah. He could have been Jordan Speed. That yeah. underwear that I had 20 years ago, I had like three pairs. They're both all, they're all getting holes. <laughs> well, it's 20 mm-hmm. years old. I mean, it's like, but it's you, a funny how they all lasted exactly 20 years, and they all started. It's quite out. a shelf life for underwear. Like, that's a long run. Well, they're the good material. Yeah, it's right? stretchy. It's yeah. the you know, polyester. Did you guys get chocolate from Karina a few minutes ago? Did she not. Me nothing. No. Oh. Maybe she only Val- likes you guys. Of course, made it uncomfortable. Why? Why? Because she came in here with, with chocolate. Was she all happy for yeah. Valentine's Day and everything? Yeah, she she was she's always smiling. You know, yeah, yeah. And she she offered us some, and I said, um, "You tell him thank big. you." And then Valdez goes, "Ooh, chocolates from one of your mini boyfriends." I said, "Which one?" I said, "Which one?" I said, "Which one of your uh, which one of your boyfriends got you chocolates?" Don't oh watch those videos again. He needs to watch a video. You're out of date. You have uh, Mike Martin. What, your, uh, what was her reaction video? to that? She laughed. She, you know, she, she giggled like a schoolgirl. Oh, <laughs> you thought yeah. you were being flirtatious. She oh, was. Yeah. She was giggling. And, uh, <laughs> that's what she was doing all the way back. You better take that the out fresh. of the podcast. She left one second later. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Well, at least I didn't grab three like Drab did. <laughs> grab one chocolate ball. You lying liar. She dresses so professionally. Well, she does TV every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I generally well, feel like I, I know We do TV. Do we don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do four hours of TV. care less day. about it. That's true. Yeah. But she she obviously does. What is, I don't even, she must get up at she 2 o'clock. She has to get up super early, I yeah. would assume. 
What are the hits that she does? Like, what are they? No, for? I thought she does a TV show after. She does. It's after. What yeah. is it? But no, she does something during the show. I don't know what it is, but maybe she's just recording bits or something. Yeah. Like, what is the show that she does? I don't know. Does anybody know? No. Nobody knows nothing. It's on. I've never asked. <laughs> is it on the? Is it on the same thing where we do our Tuesday hits? Is Possibly, it on that? Is it yeah, on that I network? I don't yes, know. Yes, yes. Okay. DC fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. How did it go with Derek this week? It was Brandy. Oh, it was Brandy? It was good. And did you dictate everything like you always do? You dictate her? <laughs> you always like to dictate she all wanted the to, topics? She wanted to, I asked her what topic she wanted to hit. She wanted to hit spring training. And oh, said, that's up your alley, though. No, nah, but I said, yeah, I don't know. Really you're not, really not really quite feeling, feeling it. it yet. I said, don't you want to recap the Super Bowl? She said, we did that yesterday. Uh-huh. So let's do something. I said, all right, NFL draft, college hoops. <laughs> and she was okay with that? She was fine with it. Right. We talked NFL draft and college hoops. Right. Very nice. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the Capitals and Wizards Arena. Monumental Sports wants them to move to Alexandria. Alexandria doesn't necessarily want that. We're going to do a point-counterpoint. First up is Andrew McDonald. He's the founding member of the coalition to stop the arena at Potomac Yard. He'll join us next to give us his take here on The Junkies. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 